0: Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, where we have conversations with ordinary people to learn how our extraordinary God is at work in people's lives and in the world today. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited you've joined us. On our previous Sound of Truth Weekly Interview episode, I was thrilled to interview my longtime friend, Angie Elkins, where she shared her story of coming to faith in Christ. She's back this week. Angie Let's talk about your podcast. It's been going for how long now, Angie?
1: We're going to celebrate five years in June,
0: and it's called Chatology. That's right. And would you say that your target audience is? I would say women,
1: um, really, between the ages of probably twenty and fifty, or sixty, even. Yeah.
0: Okay, does a great job. I, you know, I'm not a woman, in case you didn't know, but I've actually <laughs> enjoyed some of your episodes, Angie.
1: Thanks. Well, I don't have just women on the show. I'm t- uh, there are times where I have men on the show. and so. Um, but even, I mean, obviously, there's a lot we can all learn from each other. So I'm glad you've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. So you want to check that podcast out. That's one of the reasons why I want to have her on the program is just to help promote her podcast as well, because it's a fantastic resource for those who are uh, looking for something, especially for you women. Thank you. How many guests have you had on your broadcast, Angie?
1: So I don't know how many individual guests, but we've just released episode 167 this week. So that gives you a good idea.
0: (laughs) Well over 100 guests, I would guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I know you've had some repeat guests, but...
1: I've had some repeat guests and I've had some, you know, multiple guests on one show. So it it probably is right around 167.
0: So let me start with this question in regard to your experience and being five years in now in, in podcasting and interviewing all these people and hearing their stories. What is the big takeaway for you this this five years in, in terms of what you have gleaned from hearing so many people's stories?
1: Gosh, there's so much. It, it would be so hard for me to pick just one thing. Um, I would say maybe big overarching picture would be just that does it work? You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that it's so easy to get drawn into a belief that this world is, you know, just a terrible place, and <laughs> there's just so much evil, and, and of course that's true, I mean, there's a battle of good and evil always, but God is so at work in people's lives, and I just am so inspired by how people are willing to just surrender and say yes to Him, be obedient to Him, and how He can use them. That's probably like highline high-flying view, but I would say podcasts in general have really enriched me spiritually. I, well. In a lot of ways, I, I think they make me smarter for one thing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I learned so much about the world and other people's experiences and life by listening to different podcasts, but also I'm challenged in my walk with God because I hear someone else's story and how they, they surrendered to something, or um, maybe they were challenged in some way by a certain scripture. And it just always lends itself to um, a different perspective you know, than than what I have on my own life. Just who I am in my little world and my own perspective is limited, you know? And so I feel like podcasts have been a way for me to hear from other people that I would never know, that I would have never met, how God is working in their life. And it's just encouraging.
0: So when we were growing up, pretty much all you had when it came to Christian media was television and radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying apart from music, which I know is such a big part of your life, but right. Christian radio in which you would basically, at least where I'm from, that meant sermons that were recorded that then mm-hmm. put on the radio. I, I'm thrilled with podcasting and how it has really opened up the door for this aspect of the power of the personal testimony. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It You know, there's, there's a lot in, in the Word of God. In regard to people telling their stories not to mention Mm -hmm. the fact so much of the word of god is narrative it is telling Mm people's stories
1: yeah the bible is god's story right it's a story about god
0: yeah and so as much as i value the pulpit and the power of preaching i've come to really appreciate and and acknowledge and and believe that we maybe have underestimated in past decades the power of the personal story the power of the personal testimony and i'm thrilled that there's so many podcasts Mm -hmm. now that's coming in and kind of filling that void and impacting people's lives as people identify Mm -hmm. with people's stories
1: well and revelation says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony
0: that's right good
1: when you yeah when you think about that that our testimony what god has done and how he lives and moves and has His thing in our lives is uh, is powerful
0: as you've heard these testimonies um have you noticed a a common uh pattern if you will you know, you think about the five acts of Shakespeare plays that we learned in school. Mm-hmm. Do you see, is there have you seen over time kind of a common type pattern or anything?
1: You know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't, a pattern is not coming to mind, but I will tell you that I do interview a lot of authors who are writing books. And one of the things that I, I can really, I guess I, I would say I'm able to sense it is when I'm interviewing somebody who's really lived their message that they're writing. You know, I think some people write about things that they read about or learn about. And there are other people who write about things that they know because they've lived it. Mm-hmm. And that's always a treat for me to just I mean, you know, Brett, you've you've seen people walk through really difficult things and you're just sort of on the edge of your seat waiting to see how they're gonna come out of it and what mm-hmm. they what God's taught them during that difficult season and it's it's sort of like that you know when when an author writes a book about forgiveness because her husband has you know repeatedly cheated and cheated on her and she writes a book about forgiveness, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat hearing wanting to hear her message you know how mm-hmm. how to teach us how to do that, how do you do that you know or um i'm I'm just looking at my bookshelf right now i I see um you know, praying mom. I'm looking at a book called Praying Mom. I interviewed that author and just how God has taught her through, her name's Brooke McLaughlin, I should tell you that, (laughs) how God has taught her through being a mom, just experience of having three rough house boys, how to pray for her own children. Mm. It's it's not a method or a formula that she came up with in isolation, but it's hard fought and hard won, you know? And um, I think that is the thing that been probably the most impactful to me is just about seeing people turn their, you know, God takes the ashes and turns them into something beautiful. And I think that's what happens a lot with these authors who write, who write these books, you know, they've lived through the ashes and they're coming out of it on the other side to make something beautiful out of it. So we can all benefit, right? Yeah. So Yeah. I so, love that.
0: So that reminds me of second Corinthians chapter one, where. Paul talks about how when God takes us through the trials we go through, part of the reason why he's allowed us to go through that is that we might be able to then in turn help people who are going through the same thing.
1: That's right. That's good.
0: Uh, and, and I love what you just said. And as a, as a pastor, as a preacher, I really thought about how when I preach something and Lacey, my wife will comment that was very powerful. And part of it is because I've seen you live <laughs> that or you've gone through that or we've gone through that recently ourselves mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe some of the sermons where it's, just all my study coming out instead of...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I know how it is with pastors too. You commit to preach, you know, through the book of Romans, and there are going to be passages that are a lot more personal to you than some. And so, you know, some of them you've really lived and thought and mm. through, and then others you, you're, you know, researching and doing what you can. But yeah, for sure, I get that.
0: So how has interviewing all these people of these past five years impacted your life in terms of application?
1: Hmm. Um, I would say it's made me a little bit hungrier for just knowing God better. I I mean, that sounds so general. (laughs) But I think that what I've realized is that, you know, I just was reading through the book of Job. I'm reading through the Bible this year for the first time ever, by the way.
0: You go, girl. Awesome.
1: Yeah, first time ever. Isn't that crazy? But um, I just finished the book of uh, Leviticus, so I feel like I need a crown or some kind of gold <laughs> star for that. <laughs> but early on, I'm reading in chronological order. So early on, we were reading through Job. Job.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. And so I think one of the things I realized through that, but also as I listen to people's stories, is just, I'm just inspired to know the true character of God. Because that I think when the rubber hits the, hits the road, when things get hard, um, knowing God's character is really the the way that we can have faith, you know, and that's what I've seen through so many people who've been through hard things. It's it's holding on to the truth of who God is. And I'm going to tell you what, Brett. There there are a lot of people who really don't know God. You know, they mm. they know him as someone up in the sky who's, you know, watching over us, or they may think he's an American even or <laughs> you know, political or you know, we don't we don't know the true character of God. And I think understanding the true character of God is probably the thing that I've been led toward the most in these last few years so that
0: we're mm. so that we're
1: just not led astray or confused.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to study theology. It's another thing to know the heart of the Lord. And yeah, in in a personal way. Mm-hmm. That's right. What are some of the podcasts you're currently working on or excited about for the future?
1: Yeah, it's really fun because, you know, in 2017, I started my show, Titology, and I love it. Um, But about 18 months in, I realized I was not going to be able to turn that into my full time job as I'd originally hoped, um, as more of a labor of love and less of a job. (laughs) And so I was really looking for a way to earn some income, you know, just to supplement my family's income. And I reached out to a friend and said, hey, I would love to help you start your podcast because... A lot of people that start shows, they want to be podcasters, but they don't want to learn all the back end and the difficult technical part of it. And so I've, I've learned all that. So I thought, you know what, I will I will help you start your show. And so that was, I guess, in 2019. And so today, I, I have my own business called Angie Elkins Media. We incorporated in 2020. Can you believe that? Like in the middle of the pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah. And,
1: I um actually run about. I'm trying to count right now. 14 shows, I think. So um, I thought I would just tell you about three that I'm super excited about. The first
0: one is. So let, um, me, let me let me just clarify this because when I was mm-hmm. asking you, I was thinking podcast episodes for Chatology. But what you're telling me is you're helping <laughs> launch podcasts.
1: Yeah. Well, yes. And full I'm full full, full
0: disclosure here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Full disclosure here. I was part of Angie's first class on of right. an online Zoom uh, launching your own podcast uh, mm-hmm. class, graduating class, whatever you want to call us. So I was right. I was one of the guinea pigs, but <laughs> she did yes. a great so, job. You did a great job, Angie. So, thank
1: you. I do have a course so people can take my course if you want to learn how to launch your own podcast, launch your own podcast. But um,
0: but you also I, actually I get hired people. to start it for people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and so um. My One of my clients that I absolutely love working for right now, his name is Ben Mandrell, and some of you may know who he is. He's the president of LifeWay. Mm -hmm. He has a podcast called The Glass House. He and his wife do this show together, and it's all about living life in ministry. And it is awesome. Brett, you will love it.
0: (laughs) I'll check it out.
1: You will absolutely love it. it. I'm the executive producer and editor on the show. And I love it. Um, I also work for your Enneagram coach if you have heard of them they are I don't do you talk about the Enneagram on here at all uh,
0: No we've not had anybody on um, and I don't know much about it
1: Oh okay well we don't have to talk about it but it's just a personality typing system but they have um, their own show and it's a lot of fun as well and then I was just hired to be the director of podcast for Jamie Ivy so if you're a big podcast listener, you will know her name. She's got really one of the biggest podcasts in um, the religion and spirituality category. And she is really the one that inspired me to start podcasting. And wow. now I'm editing her show.
0: How cool <laughs> so is that?
1: Re- yeah, it's really cool. It's it's, uh, it's really shocking. You know, like I never in a million years imagined that I'd be doing this. But it's When fun. you
0: started the podcast, you had no idea you would... Had- actually get into the teaching aspect of it or the Mm -hmm. actual uh, production side of it professionally. No,
1: no. In fact, I remember people telling me you should hire someone to edit your podcast. And I would think, Oh my gosh, I'll never get to that point where I'm going to, I would pay someone else to edit my show. Why would I do that? (laughs) Because I was very protective of it, but also, I don't know. I just, I never dreamed that people actually would pay money to have someone edit their show. And that's what I do. yeah, they're just so all about
0: I, the content. they're not they don't care about the production part of it.
1: Yeah, well, when some of them can't do it, like it's it's difficult, you know if you're not technical,: there's in definitely a learning
0: way. curve there, yeah
1: yeah. I mean, it's not once you learn it, it's not that hard, but if you are not technical at all it's it's good to get someone else do that to do that part for you. so anyway,
0: it's fun. That's great. okay, so you do keep chatology going though.
1: yep, absolutely. So I mentioned I'm reading through the Bible this year chronologically, and I'm using a plan called the Bible Recap. And um, the author of that plan, her name is Tara Lee Cobble, and she uh, has, this, has the plan in the version app. So if you guys are familiar, it's the little app on your phone that, you know, if you, if you Google Bible app, it's the one that comes up. It's, okay. it's the little Bible icon. Um, it says Holy Bible on it. And um, if you open up that app, there are a zillion different plans Mm -hmm. where you can read through the Bible using that as your guide. And so the one I use is called The Bible Recap. And there's an accompanying podcast called The the Bible Recap. And it's hosted by Tara Lee Cobble. And she is the one that created the Bible reading plan and the the podcast where you do your reading every day. And then there's about a seven-minute episode that explains what you read. Basically, it's just commentary. That's really cool. Oh, it's awesome. So Terri Lee Cobble is coming on Chatology. So I'm going to interview. I've actually interviewed her once before, but I wasn't doing the Bible reading plan the last time I interviewed her, and now I am, and she's in my ears every day, you know. So yeah. I'm excited to talk to her about it. And um, So that's one I'm really looking forward to. I interview her next week, I think, and so um, that will be airing late March. So depending upon when this airs, you either can go subscribe to Chatology so you hear it coming up, or it'll already be out there, and you can check it
0: out. Awesome. Two more Mm -hmm. questions for you quickly here, Angie, as we conclude our time together. Number one, we've known each other for 30, 31 years now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we got another 30, 31 years we'll be on the earth and be friends and and serve the Lord uh, in our respective Florida cities, but um, as you're in Orlando and we're in Jacksonville. but um, What has surprised you in life? Since we were in college, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. What has surprised me in life? What a great question, Brett. Um, I would say I am surprised to find myself sitting here doing an interview about podcasting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really is surprising to me when I went to seminary with the heart to serve the local church. I never in a million years dreamed that I would be a podcaster. My husband is a worship pastor, so and I do volunteer at my church a whole lot. In fact, I am. We have an online campus, and I help our online pastor host our online campus every Sunday. So, if you ever watch First Baptist Orlando online, you will see me. I am one of the online hosts. But oh, that's cool! Anyway, yeah, it's very cool, and I love getting to do that. Um, and really, podcasting is what opened the door for that. But um, I think just being in this world that I'm in, getting to help people put their message out into the world. And, you know, I think of it like authors write their books and the message is burst in them through the Holy Spirit. But it takes all of us to carry that message out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they write the book, but the podcasters interview them to get the message out. You know, I might buy a copy for my neighbor and give it to her. And it's just all of us have a part in spreading this, the, the way God works, you know. and so. I, I never would have imagined that this is the role I would play, but I love it. And honestly, it is is—it's still pretty surprising that I'm doing it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, well, you do a great job of it, which leads to my final question. How can people follow you?
1: Yeah, follow me on Instagram. That's where I mostly am. Um, and Andy Brown Elkins is how you would find me. Um, you can also just find Tedology, wherever you listen to podcasts. So if everywhere, everywhere you listen to podcasts, I'm there. I would love for you to subscribe or follow whatever your particular app asks you to do. And that way you will get every single episode in your, in, in your uh, podcast feed every week and you never miss anything. So
0: that's it. Awesome. Our guest has been mm-hmm. Angie Brown Elkins, my longtime friend, and hopefully now a friend to you as well. So follow that's her right. and uh, support that wonderful podcast. God bless you, Angie. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you. And Brad, I want to say before we say goodbye that I just love what you're doing, and I appreciate you using this um, this format to communicate with the people in your community and, and surrounding areas and your church and all of that. I, I think it's such a great idea, and um, I'm just thankful. I, I appreciate what you do and thankful for it.
0: Thank you. You've had a big part of helping me be able to do this. So I greatly appreciate you. Thanks for those words. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amirani, 2022.